I'm Ashley Thompson, and this is What I've Learned Along the Way, a podcast for anyone about anything. Being a woman in this world has its ups and downs. On the one hand, I absolutely love being a woman. I love the closeness I share with my other female friends and how open we are with each other. I love getting my nails done, and I love the feeling of rocking a great pair of heels. But on the other hand, being a woman certainly comes with its challenges. And while it feels empowering to be a part of women's collective progress, being disrespected, minimized, or overlooked because of my gender can be incredibly frustrating. In this episode, we're going to dive deep into some of the issues women face today, and I'll let you know what a girl wants. So today on the podcast, we are talking about feminism. Feminism is one of my favorite topics because I think it is so important. Um, I know sometimes it can be really tough to be a woman in our world, and I think that women need encouragement, validation, and support in order to balance out the disrespect or disregard that we often face. Now, if the word feminism scares you or makes you feel uncomfortable, don't run away just yet. Remember that this podcast is made for anyone. My goal is that any person can listen to this podcast and gain something positive from it. So I promise not to villainize anyone or shame people because that's not helpful and it's not what this is about. That being said, I think that we tend to shy away from conversations about topics that can get people heated just because it can be awkward and uncomfortable if we disagree. But I think it's actually really important that we keep talking about those topics because we need to understand one another and show compassion rather than arguing and becoming hardened towards each other. So if you're not fully on board with feminism or if you feel like it doesn't represent your beliefs, that's okay. I don't need to change your mind or convert you into a feminist. I would just like to share some of my experience and explain what it is like to live in this world as a woman from my perspective. So first I just kind of want to give you my personal definition of feminism. And I mean, feminism means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But to me, feminism does not mean that men are inferior or should be shamed. It does not mean that women should be put on pedestals and that men should have to atone for the acts of other men hundreds of years ago. And it does not mean that a woman who chooses to be a stay-at-home mom is beneath a woman who chooses to go to work. What feminism does mean to me is that women should be treated with respect and their ideas and opinions should be valued and taken seriously just as a man's opinion would be respected and taken seriously. In a nutshell, that's all feminism is to me. It's about recognizing the ways in our world that women are not treated with respect or not allowed the same rights that are seen as basic and expected for men. And it's pushing for improvements to our traditions, our values, the way we speak, the way we think, and our actions as a culture when they discourage equality and respect for women. So to give you some context behind my perspective, I was raised alongside three brothers. And for the most part, I think I was treated pretty much the same as my brothers. To go ahead and answer the question that everyone always asks me, no, I'm not the youngest. 
and no, my brothers and I do not have the traditional brother-sister relationship that you see in movies where the brothers are ultra-protective and sheltering of their sweet princess little sister. I'm the second oldest in my family, and I have always been just as determined, daring, and bold as any of my brothers, if not more so in some instances. Um, I've never had issues seeing myself as equal to my brothers and consequently to other men, but as I got older, especially as my body and sexuality developed and started to become a factor in my life, I started to witness situations where myself and other women, or at the time girls, were just not being treated fairly. My early exposure to these situations was relatively pretty mild. It would be things like going on a walk with my older female cousin and having men in an SUV roll down the window and whistle at us as they drove by. Or as a freshman in high school, having a senior I knew from band walk past me and pinch my butt. But aside from my own uncomfortable circumstances, I also started to become aware and increasingly concerned about stories I heard about other women that were really just unfair. I remember being in high school when I read the story of a woman in India who was gang raped on a bus after she went to the store at around 7 p.m. And when she reported it to the police, they told her that it was her fault because she shouldn't have been out past dark. Stories like this baffled me and opened my eyes to the fact that so often men are not held accountable for their actions and that women, despite being the victims in this situation, are often blamed and criticized for the poor behaviors of men. So as I got older, I started becoming increasingly aware and concerned about the treatment of women here and around the world. In order to fully understand women's issues, I think it's important to keep in mind that women's oppression has existed for literally thousands of years. We all know that traditionally throughout history, women have not been seen as equal to men in most cultures. Traditionally, a woman was literally a man's property and existed for the main purpose of providing sex and bearing and raising children. It wasn't even until 1900 that women were given the right to own property and earn wages in their own name in the United States. And women were not even allowed to vote in the United States until 1919. So literally, it's only been 100 years since we've had the right to vote, which, relatively speaking, is a pretty small span of time. And this is just the U.S. we're talking about, which, all things considered, has made significantly more progress than other places around the world. When I was in college, thanks to the encouragement of a very enthusiastic friend, I was introduced to a documentary called Half the Sky. This film, which is also a book, was created by the married couple Nicholas Kristoff and Cheryl Wudun, who are both Ivy League educated and are both Pulitzer Prize winners. The couple highlights some of the biggest women's issues around the world, recruiting notable actresses to accompany them to countries like Afghanistan, Cambodia, Kenya, India, Liberia, and Vietnam, and showcasing specific issues in those places, such as lack of education for girls, forced prostitution, domestic violence, genital mutilation, and sex trafficking. I would highly recommend this documentary for anyone who wants to understand more about the treatment of women worldwide. 
It was years ago during my first semester of college that I first saw this film, and it's still so vivid in my mind because it helped me to understand so much more context regarding women's issues worldwide. And I think simply put, the issues mainly come down to respect. Respecting women as whole, complete, independent people who can make decisions for themselves and make significant contributions to our world. That being said, the film certainly shows that we have it better here in the U.S. than a lot of other women do around the globe. But just because we've made progress doesn't mean that we're done moving forward. And we still have a long way to go towards reaching equality, both here and around the world. I think in regards to our situation here in the U.S., it's important to note that legally, on paper, we do have all the same rights that men do. But now what we're fighting is an attitude or an action or cultural stigmas that make us feel unsafe or less valued than we should be. And in a lot of ways, the fight for equality is harder now and more complicated. Because working towards something like the right to vote, although it's no small struggle by any means, is at least something concrete to work towards. But the goal of equality is so much more subjective and complex to achieve or even recognize. And while some people are aware of these issues and are providing solutions to even the playing field, there are a lot of others who are just not involved or not even aware. I always just assumed that those who didn't acknowledge or address women's issues either just didn't care about them or just didn't know what to do. But then I realized that some people honestly just don't know about these issues. So if you don't know what women go through on a daily basis, I'll just run through a couple of things that I personally have experienced. I've experienced men putting their hands on my body without my permission, men pressuring me to be sexual with them in ways that I was not comfortable, men making derogatory and sexual comments about me and or my body. And I also want to tell a story about something that happened to me in the workplace once. I used to work for a man who was very sexist. Um, One time he asked me to put together some survey questions to get information about what his customers were looking for. He and I talked through what it was that he wanted to survey them on, and then I wrote the questions out. When I brought the survey questions back to him, he did not like what I wrote. He was really unhappy, and he was like, you completely missed the point. This is not at all what I wanted. And so in response, he rallied my two other male coworkers and asked them to take a stab at the survey questions, too. One of the coworkers kind of disregarded the assignment, and the other one, who was unsure where to begin, asked to see the questions that I wrote for reference. He took the questions that I wrote and made extremely minor tweaks to my questions, like literally changed maybe three or four words here and there. When we brought the modified questions back to my boss, he said that my coworkers' questions were exactly what he was looking for. And it was literally the questions that I had written. I was just dumbfounded. Over the summer, I had a very interesting conversation with one of my brothers. We started talking about women's issues, and I told him some of my experiences, like what I just mentioned, thinking, you know, this is common knowledge. All women experience this. It shouldn't be a shock. But in reality, he was completely unaware of nearly all of these struggles. 
I told him that it simply does not feel safe to live in this world as a woman. That women have a constant fear in the back of their minds that never goes away. Fear of being disrespected, harassed, assaulted, followed, stalked, kidnapped, raped, or killed. I can't speak for every woman, but this fear has always been present in the back of my mind since I was about 11 or 12 years old. And I've had conversations about this with many other women, and I have yet to meet a single one who did not share this concern. My brother and I talked about catcalling, and I asked, why do men catcall women? Like, what are they hoping to gain out of that experience? He admitted that he didn't understand the rationale either, never having done it himself, and said, I don't know, I guess they just think it's funny. And I was speechless funny? I asked in return. Thinking back to the many times I've been catcalled, I remember feeling fear, discomfort, danger, anger, disrespect, and confusion, but never once did I experience humor. I explained to my brother that for a woman, being the object of a man's catcall is not just annoying, it's frightening. Because if a man thinks it's entertaining to make a woman uncomfortable, Who knows what else they will find entertaining or arousing. If a guy clearly has no regard for my feelings and is being blatantly disrespectful and furthermore is getting pleasure from my discomfort, I can't trust that he won't take it a step further and continue being amused by my discomfort. Because the thing is, we see it happen all the time. We know that women are abused regularly in our world and that it can truly happen to anyone. You may think that you're immune to these atrocities and if you act or dress a certain way, then you'll avoid it. But in reality, any woman can be a victim of abuse. A few months ago, I saw a Facebook post that really shed light on the fear that women experience on a daily basis. It was the story of a teacher who asked a question, first to the guys in their class, and then to the girls. And the question was, what steps do you take on a daily basis to prevent yourself from being sexually assaulted? And to make a long story short, the guys collectively had an answer of nothing. We don't think about it. But the list that the women provided was pretty lengthy. Hold my keys as a potential weapon. Check the back seat before getting in the car. Always carry a cell phone. Don't go jogging at night. Lock the windows when I sleep, even on hot nights. Be careful not to drink too much. Make sure I always see my drink being poured. Own a big dog. Carry mace or pepper spray. Have an unlisted phone number. Have a male voice on my answering machine. Park in well-lit areas. Never use parking garages. Don't get on elevators alone with a man or a group of men. Vary my route home from work. Watch what I wear. Don't use highway rest areas. Have and use home alarm systems. Don't wear headphones when jogging. Avoid wooded areas even in the daytime. Never rent first floor apartments. Only go out in groups. Own a firearm. Always meet men for first dates in public places. Make sure to have money for a cab fare. Never make eye contact with men on the street or make aggressive eye contact with men on the street. Make sure my family knows my itinerary. Have extra locks on my doors and windows. 
Make sure my garage door is closed all the way before I drive away. Make sure my garage door is closed all the way before I get out of my car. Leave outside lights on all night long and lock my car door as soon as I get in the car. I read this list to my husband and he too was shocked to hear the level of thought that we put into protecting ourselves just on a constant daily basis. So the two conversations I had with two important men in my life, my husband and my brother, taught me something very important. Some men, most men, are not aware of what it feels like to live in this world as a woman. And why would they be? They haven't experienced it. So it's not their fault that they don't know. So now I've become aware that there are a lot of wonderful men out there that simply just don't know what we experience as women. They don't understand the ways that their actions, even if they're harmless in their mind, can cause extreme discomfort and anxiety for women. So, like I said before, the purpose of this podcast is not to shame people or place blame. If what I've discussed in this episode does not describe your behavior, that is great. (laughs) But here's the thing. It's not enough to just be one of the good guys because we need good guys to help us stand up against bad men. So if you consider yourself to be one of the good guys, here's what you should do. Do not tolerate these types of behaviors from other men. If you see a man harassing or putting his hands on a woman, step in. Do not allow your friends to catcall women. And perhaps most importantly, please be open to listening to women about their experiences with an open mind. And be open to realizing the ways that you may have done or said something that you shouldn't have, even if it was unintentional. It may not be your experience, but it doesn't mean it isn't true. And if you want to be an ally to women, don't stand idly by and watch them be mistreated. Use your voice as a man to help us stand up for equality. And women don't want or need to be put on a pedestal. We just want to be taken seriously and treated with respect and to feel safe in our world. And even if you're a woman and this doesn't describe your personal experience, don't take that to mean that other women are being dramatic or lying. It simply means that you're lucky that you haven't experienced inequality. So for everyone, just keep in mind that just because it's not your problem doesn't mean it isn't a problem. Talk to the women in your life and hear what they've experienced so that you can gain more understanding of this issue. And instead of adding to the problem, you can choose to be a part of the solution. This was What I've Learned Along the Way, a podcast by me, Ashley Thompson, with music by Jinji. That was my part of the conversation, and now I'd like to hear yours. Head over to our Facebook page to join in on the discussion and let us know what you've learned along the way.